Binge the full week of The Ray Taylor Show ad-free over at InspiredDisorder.com slash plus. This is The Ray Taylor Show. Welcome to Top 5 from The Ray Taylor Show, where each week I rank movies in a variety of categories, from franchise and subgenre to directors and actors. No film is left unwatched as I break down my top five picks. So join me every Sunday for new episodes and get ready to dive into the world of film with Top 5 from The Ray Taylor Show. If you've ever felt an irrational fear of dolls after a certain cinematic experience, then you're in the right place today. Say hello to my little friend here. No, he's not from Scarface, but he's equally notorious in his own stabby way. Today, we're delving into the the realm of the infamous good guy turned bad, our beloved killer doll, Chucky. The Child's Play franchise has given us chills, thrills, and even some unexpected laughs over the years. From a toy store in Chicago to the depths of the dark web, Chucky has made his mark. And today, I'm ranking my personal top five movies from this iconic series. But before we plunge the knife into today's topic, make sure you've hit that subscribe button. And if you've got a favorite Chucky one-liner or a movie that you hope makes the list, drop it in the comments below. I think this franchise had four different evolutions, personally. From the first three films dealing with Andy as a kid, and then the next two, Bride of Chucky and Seed of Chucky, go full comedy horror. Then the next two bring it back to a more serious tone with a redesigned Chucky. And the last evolution was in a reboot. Another redesign of Chucky changing the origins of the whole story and his motivations. It was an interesting ride rewatching all these films, many of which I watched for the first time. But let's play a game and see which child's play film lands in the top spot. Starting off with number five, my fifth favorite child's play movie in the Chucky universe. Starting off with number five is Child's Play, the original from 1988. This is directed by Tom Holland. It was the first entry in the now iconic Child's Play franchise, which introduced the world to the killer doll Chucky. The story begins with a police chase. Charles Lee Ray, a notorious serial killer and a practitioner of voodoo, is fatally shot by detective Mike Norris. However, before dying, Ray manages to transform, transfer his soul into a good guy doll using a voodoo ritual. The doll, now possessed by the soul of Ray and named Chucky, ends up in the hands of young Andy Barclay as a birthday gift from his mother. As the story progresses, a series of mysterious and violent instances begin to occur around Andy, but it soon becomes clear that Chucky is responsible. The doll seeks to complete his mission, transfer his soul into a human body before he becomes permanently trapped in the the doll's form. Andy is his target for this soul transfer. Throughout the film, Andy's mother and Detective Norris gradually become uh, and come to the horrifying realization about the doll's true nature and join forces to stop Chucky. 
Child's Play is known for its inventive premise and the character of Chucky, which became a cultural icon in the horror genre. The film's blend of psychological horror, dark humor, and sharp commentary on consumer culture made it a standout. It was also notable for its use of animation, animatronics, to bring the Chucky doll to life, which was technical achievement of the time. This had a great cast. Brad Dorf voices Chucky and plays Charles Lee Ray. Dorf's chilling performance as the voice of Chucky became the defining aspect of the character, very much doing a Jack Nicholson impression from Shining, and there's many Shining references throughout the series. You also have Catherine Hicks plays Karen Barclay, Andy's mother, who slowly discovers the terrifying truth about her son's doll. You also have Alex Vincent portraying Andy Barclay, the young boy who becomes Chucky's primary target. Chris Sarah uh, Sarand Sarandon, wow, Chris Sarandon plays Detective Mike Mor- Mike Norris. Uh, the officer who killed Charles Lee Ray and later helps in the fight against Chucky. The film's success led to multiple sequels, spin-offs, and eventually a recent TV series, solidifying its place in the pantheon of classic horror films. A solid horror film with an interesting premise, the toy craze that could happen, uh, that happened with many toys like Tickle Me Elmo, uh, also similar premise to Jingle All the Way, the 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 kind of obsession with trying to get the popular toy of the year and the uh, the idea of flipping toys, especially during uh, the holidays. I assume Andy's birthday had to have been close to Christmas time, as it's his birthday that he gets the doll, but there's a shortage. Uh, because of the holiday, I would assume. That's usually why it's hard to get something. Um, at least, you know, in most movies. But uh, there are some great moments in this movie uh, where the toy kills the ant, the kind of the first kill, uh, the ant slash babysitter, or uh, uh, where she's, like, hitting the head with a hammer, or, she, yeah, in, in the hammer that falls out the window, landing on a truck. Pretty brutal, right? You have... Also, Chucky uh, gets the kid to take him downtown to this, like, homeless area where Chucky kills a guy by turning the gas on in, like, an abandoned home. And then, like, when the guy shoots, uh, the whole house blows up. And, like, great practical effects in that that shot as well. Uh, You also have the, the moment where Chucky attacks the cop in his car, stabbing him through the, trying to stab him through the, the car seat ending in a car crash uh chucky walking just chucky walking around in this movie is terrifying and the end has a a very terminator-esque uh aspect to it where chucky is burnt he's in pieces but he's still coming after them right scary but also kind of comical uh a great movie great start to the premise uh to the to the franchise i should say uh, so that's why it's coming in at number five. My fifth favorite movie from the Child's Play franchise is the first Child's Play from 1988. Moving on to my fourth favorite movie from the Child's Play franchise. This one was a big change, part of uh, a big departure from 
uh, the original tone of the the film. This one coming in number four is Seed of Chucky. Seed of Chucky came out in 2004. It is not only just a horror movie, it is a horror comedy. This is one of two of the movies that really leaned into the comedy aspect of it. Uh, Seed of Chucky. And it's also the fifth installment in the Child's Play franchise. Directed by Don Manchin, who penned all of the films in the series. This entry stands out due to its more comedic and satirical approach compared to its predecessors. This one coming out just after Bride of Chucky, where the franchise leaned heavily into the comedy and introduced Jennifer Tilly, which I think she is a great addition to the franchise. The film introduces the character of Glenn slash Glenda, the offspring of Chucky and Tiffany, both still in doll form. Glenn slash Glenda, a ventriloquist dummy, discovers their origin after seeing a behind-the-scenes feature on TV pro- on a TV program about the making of a film on Chucky and Tiffany's murderous exploits. Uh, deciding to find their parents, Glenn slash Glenda goes to Hollywood. They use a mystical amulet to bring Chucky and Tiffany back to life. Upon awakening, Chucky and Tiffany are startled by their child's dual gender and lack of killer instinct. Glenn slash Glenda struggles with an identity crisis while Chucky and Tiffany are back to their murderous ways. The movie follows the dolls as they plan to transfer their souls into human bodies, specifically the bodies of actress Jennifer Tilly, who plays a fictionalized version of herself in this self-aware twist and her chauffeur. Throughout the film, Chucky and Tiffany wrestle with the responsibilities of parenthood. Glenn slash Glenda grapples with issues of identity and nature versus nurture. And Jennifer Tilly deals with the craziness that has suddenly entered her life. This movie has a great cast. Steven, or Brad Dorf, Dorif returns, as always, as Chucky. Jennifer Tilly plays herself as well. Still voicing Tiffany the doll. Billy Boyd plays the voice is the voice of Glenn slash Glenda. Redman appears as himself, playing a director who is making a biblical epic with Jennifer Tilly, or is at least considering Jennifer Tilly. Seed of Chucky is known for its meta humor and self-parody of the franchise. Very similar in many ways to Scream 3 or even Wes Craven's New Nightmare, making a movie. Wishing, uh, like, uh, basically making a movie about the franchise you're in, uh, you know, very, very meta take on, uh, you know, this movie commenting on itself, uh, and also kind of like a movie about making movies in Hollywood. I love it. Uh, the film's tonal shift to a more comedic and even campy approach wasn't uh universally loved but it did have its share of fans who appreciated its tongue-in-cheek take on horror tropes and its commentary on hollywood don mancini's direction took the series in a fresh direction emphasizing dark humor over the more straightforward horror of the earlier films uh some great moments in this movie you have the first person kills uh, where the dad falls from the top floor of their multi-story home, uh, which is great. Uh, you also have uh, th- probably some of the only nudity in the series. You have the mom, a naked mom in the same house, 
uh, falling out of the tub, being attacked while taking a shower. Um, and then you have uh, a, the killer, the first person, we don't know who the killer is, being confronted by a little girl uh, and seeing the killer pissing their pants. And we see it's all in a dream of Glenn slash, slash Glenda. Um, and we find out that Glenn slash Glenda is a ventriloqu is part of a ventriloquist act in the UK, right? This is the end of Bride of Chucky is, I mean, Bride of Chucky is the movie where Tiffany and Chucky are both dolls. Uh, and t Jennifer Tilly was transferred. Her soul was transferred into the, the uh, Tiffany doll, or at least her character, whatever. And at the end of that movie, they give birth to a baby. There's doll sex in that movie, gives birth to a baby. That's the end of Bride of Chucky. So this is the movie after the end of that where that doll baby was found in a cemetery by a guy from the UK. He took it back to the UK and is using this this uh, body, this doll with a, a soul in it as a ven ventriloquist uh, doll. Uh, so for part of his act and they're like part of a ventriloquist com competition at the beginning of this movie it's pretty great uh, the movie the Chucky movie that is being made within this movie is a Christmas movie which when you first see it you think it's the actual movie and um, you're like wait how does how is he alive how did he survive because they both got killed Chucky was buried in the same grave as uh, his original body and then Tiffany the do her doll was burnt up at the end of that one now they always find ways to come back to life but uh, I was like wow how is this going how is he like I thought it was m maybe a retcon and then you find out that it's just the movie they're filming of uh, like a Christmas movie with Chucky which would have been great but uh uh the aspect of this movie where they get Redman, Redman being a part of it, uh, Jennifer Tilly wanting to revitalize her career and going to work with Redman being the the uh, Virgin Mary in this Virgin Mary movie that he wants to make. And she wants to revamp her career and her image. And what better way is than to, pay, to play Virgin Mary? Which is kind of crazy because the Virgin Mary was like 14 years old. Uh if if you were to believe the the fiction of that uh, those stories, but uh, you also have the end of this movie's crazy because unlike the end of Bride of Chucky where two dolls uh, create a baby doll, this one they crossbreed the dolls with humans, like they put Chucky sperm into Jennifer Tilly. And she gives birth. She's now like at the end of this movie, she's in Mexico and she's raising kids that like have red hair like Chucky does. It, it's like it's a kind of a crazy end to the movie. Very crazy end to the movie. Uh, but a lot of fun. A lot of fun. Uh, I like the comedy aspect of it. I like the fact that uh, that Glenn slash Glenda is like a trans character. I love that. Um but yeah, I, I like and I like the meta stuff. I, I enjoy a lot of this, some gruesome kills, uh, a lot of good stuff. So coming in at number four is Seed of Chucky. Let's take a quick break from this episode to talk about something that I want to share with you. 
The Many Faces, which is an ongoing ink painting series of abstract and surreal faces that I do. A new face comes out every day. However, the big news is available now. I have limited edition prints that are signed and numbered, printed by me, professional grade inks on the same quality paper, 140 pound paper that I use for the original paintings. So the prints in sizes of four by six are sold for $5, six by nine are sold for 10, and nine by 12 are sold for 20. Only five prints are available for each original ink painting. So start your art collection now by going to inspireddisorder.com. Take your walls to the next level with these limited edition prints. Once they're gone, they're gone. Go to inspireddisorder.com and shop the collection and take your walls to the next level. And now let's get back to this episode. Moving on to my third favorite film in the Child's Play franchise. This one is a more of a tonally, uh, you know, more of the traditional horror tone. Coming in at number three is Curse of Chucky. This one came out in 2013 and is the sixth film. So this is the film that came out after uh, Seed of Chucky. And uh, so it's the sixth installment in the Child's Play franchise. This one's also directed by Don Mancini, who is involved in writing all of the films in the series. Curse of Chucky marks a return to the franchise's horror roots and uh, after a more comedic and self-referential Bride of Chucky and Seed of Chucky. After the events of Seed of Chucky, the film introduces us to Nika, a young paraplegic woman and her mother, Sarah, who mysteriously receive a package containing a good guy doll. Shortly after, Sarah is found dead from an apparent suicide. Nika's sister, Barb, along with her family, come to support Nika. But strange events start to happen, and members of the family begin to die mysteriously, as well as babysitters. As the movie progresses, Nika begins to suspect the doll, and flashbacks reveal the connection between her family and Charles Lee Ray, the serial killer whose soul inhabits the Chucky doll. It turns out Ray had an obsession with Sarah, which ultimately led him to be on the run from the police that f that fateful night when he transferred his soul into the good guy doll as shown in the first child's play movie so in some ways this movie kind of comments on the events that happened just before the beginning of the first movie nika confronts chucky and a tense battle ensues. By the end, the authorities believe Nika is responsible for all of the deaths, and she is committed to a mental institution while Chucky moves on to his next target. Love this movie. Cast, uh, Fiona Dorif plays Nika. Notably, uh, Fiona is the daughter of Brad Dorif, the iconic voice of Chucky. That is kind of, I didn't realize that until just now. <laughs> wow. Uh, that's cool. That, so she plays, uh, that's his daughter, uh, but she plays the victim. Uh, Brad Dorif, of course, returns as the voice of Chucky and also appears as himself, not as himself, but appears as Charles Lee Ray in flashback scenes as well as like home, old home videos. Other cast members include Daniela Busetti, uh, Basuti, uh, Brennan Elliott, and... Maitland McDonald. Curse of Chucky was released 
straight to video, but it was well received by fans of the franchise. It was raised, uh, it was praised, I should say, for its darker tone and for focusing more on suspense and horror rather than comedy, uh, effectively revitalizing the series. The film also adds layers to the backstory of Charles Lee Ray and his connection to the central character. With this installment, the Child's Play franchise returned to its original horror essence while still weaving in connections to all of the previous films. There are some great moments in this movie as well. You have the sister wants to put the, the paraplegic sister in an assisted living home so that they could sell the house, right? Because the girl in the wheelchair lived with the mom who died. And uh, so now the sister comes in and she wants to like sell the house because she's got money problems. And she wants to put her sister, her younger sister, who's can take, she just has, she's just in a wheelchair. She could take care of her. It's, it's just like, it's kind of, and she thinks it's ridiculous, but you know, I it's, it's kind of, uh, a great great like kind of setup for this the family dynamics in this there's also a scene where this priest uh gets beheaded in a car accident on his way home after eating chili that was i believe spiked with alcohol and he's like got a pass where he used to drink a lot and he gave it up uh a great gruesome scene the beheading scene her sister we find out is sleeping with the babysitter where the whole time it's set up to be the husband sleeping with the babysitter. And there's a great twist where you find out she's actually the one doing it. Uh, you have the moment where the stitches like there's iconic the change of Chucky that happened in Bride of Chucky uh, where he's all stitched together right after Child's Play 3. He was thrown into a giant industrial fan at a carnival, right? So in Bride of Chucky is where he's all stitched together. Jennifer Tilly's character, Tiffany, got the pieces of him and stitched them all together. So that is the version of Chucky we get in uh, Bride of Chucky and Seed of Chucky. So in this one, it looks like a normal Chucky doll. But towards the end, there's a scene where one of his victims or or potential victims notices these pieces of plastic or rubber coming off of his face revealing the stitches it's a great moment to like cuz the whole time this movie feels like it's a reboot right or they just are are maybe like just ignoring the previous two films and when you see the reveal that it's the same stitched up chucky doll it's like oh this is great it's great it's a really a great moment in the uh in this movie um and i love the change i, I love the comedy versions of this franchise but this one was a great all takes place in this single house you know nice house it's got this elevator inside of course because the world in the wheelchair needs to go up it's got like three stories in this house it's a giant old house but you know you have all these different characters trapped in this house with a killer doll after him it's great i really enjoyed it surprise so surprised especially the big turn after seemingly the franchise went leaning hard into the comedy to see it go back to more of a serious take uh was great and it's awesome to see that it was from the same director and writer of the previous film so that is why coming in number three is curse of chucky Moving on to my second favorite movie in the Child's Play 
franchise. Like I said, there are kind of different like evolutions of this franchise. You have the first three movies where it's Chucky obsessed with Andy trying to transfer into his body. Then you have the comedic shift, also a new look for Chucky where he's got the stitched up face and it's very comedic. And then you have the take where it goes back to more serious uh, and kind of more of a regular Chucky. This movie coming in at number two is from the original chunk, right? Just as my first pick, number five, was Child's Play 1. Coming in at number two is Child's Play 2. This came out in 1990. It's a straight-up horror film. And his second installment in the Child's Play franchise is directed by John LaFia. And of course, as the all were, written by Don Mancini. The movie picks up shortly after the events of the first film and continues the story of the malevolent killer doll Chucky as he continues his quest to transfer his soul from the doll's body into his human host, Andy. After the events of the first movie, the Play Pals Toy Company which manufactured the good guy doll, faces major public retaliation uh, and its nightmare due to the murders associated with one of their dolls, the good guy doll. Uh, to quell the bad press, they decide to rebuild the Chucky doll from the remains of the one destroyed at the end of the first film, which I don't... That is not a good strategy I mean, I love how this movie starts where that is their plan. Them having this board meeting saying, how can we get over the fact that our doll has been attached to these brutal murders? And they're like, well, we have guys building, rebuilding the doll that's associated with those murders uh, as if it were some like mad scientist uh, Frankenstein uh, situation where they're building Chucky back together. So they're rebuilding from the remains of the destroyed Chucky doll. They're rebuilding it. However, in doing so, they unintentionally resurrect the spirit of serial killer Charles Lee Ray, who immediately sets his sights on continuing his mission to transfer his soul into the body of young Andy Barclay. Andy, traumatized, clearly, from his ordeal with Chucky, has been placed in foster care. His mom is undergoing psychiatric evaluation due to the fact, uh, due to her insistence that the doll was alive. Despite trying to move on with his life, Andy's world is thrown into chaos once again when Chucky tracks him down at his new home. Which, the fact that the cops changed their story and basically now she's in a mental institution, Andy being sent to a foster home, it's it's I, that aspect of it I like. Although the film, uh, all throughout the film, Chucky goes on a relentless pursuit, leaving a trail of carnage behind him, uh, all to get to Andy before he's trapped in the doll's body forever. The climax of the movie takes place in the Play Pals Toy Factory, offering an intense cat and mouse game between Chucky, Andy, and his foster sister Kyle. The cast in this movie, you have Alex Vincent returns as Andy Barclay. Brad Dorf obviously once again lends his chilling voice to Chucky. Other notable cast members include Jenny uh, Aguitar 
and Christine Elise as Andy's foster parents and foster sister, respectively. Child's Play 2 further cements the legacy of Chucky as a horror icon while it blends on the uh, lore established in the first film. It also offers more creative kills and showcases Chucky's twisted sense of humor, blending horror with dark comedy before it goes completely comedy uh, in the in two films later. The climax of, at the comedy f- at the comedy factory, the climax at the toy factory becomes one of the most memorable scene sequences in the franchise's history. Overall, the film was successful both critically and in the box office office ensuring that the child's play series would continue to grow and evolve in subsequent installments great movie it really ups the everything from the first movie uh it puts bigger stakes on andy um yeah this one just so much better than the first one in my opinion obviously that's why it's here and the first one is at number five. There are some great moments in this movie. You have the guy electrocuted and killed when the eyes of Chucky are reinstalled into the rebuilt Chucky doll. Great moment. You also have Chucky uh, killing the toy company CEO. I love that. That was like another aspect that made me want to put this so high. Uh, the way this starts, first you have this company that doesn't care that their doll is associated with this murder. All they care about is profit. And then the first kill, which makes you cheer for Chucky, uh, is seeing Chucky, like, torture this guy. Like, for some reason, this toy CEO has a bunch of toys in his living room. He's getting home from work, pours himself a glass of whiskey or whatever. And all of a sudden, it's almost like Home Alone, where this guy's, like, slipping on marbles and almost getting killed by the Chucky doll. But, yeah, and he ends up killing him. I love it. Uh, he also finds where the where Andy's living in that in that scene at the the CEO's place. Uh, he sabotages the Andy's schoolwork uh, in order to like he's he's just like kind of trolling Andy now, uh, making the teacher think that he's a, a bad kid. Uh, meanwhile, he kills the teacher first, like stabbing her with a a pump. Like a pump that has like the needle for inflating ball, like basketballs on the end of it. He like stabs it with her and pumps her full of air, then ends up chopping her up with a yardstick. Absolutely gruesome. You have the foster dad being killed, having Chucky trip him on the stairs down to the basement. Basically, the dude takes a header onto the cement basement floor. And then the final set piece in the factory was amazing. Seeing. Andy and the the his foster sister like crawling through the factory uh conveyor belts tr- avoiding the machinery as Chucky's trying to get them Chucky c- constantly coming back to life it is a great fi- finale to this the the movie uh and just overall a great movie I was so surprised I had a lot of fun uh, so coming in at number two, my second favorite Child's Play movie is Child's Play 2. Let's take a quick break from this podcast episode so I can share something that can make you some money if that's what you're looking to do. Sign up now to make extra money doing user-generated content. You don't need to have a big social media following. Uh, you would like to get some free products to create original content 
like product photos, how-to videos, unboxing videos, product reviews, product de demos. If you want to do any of that stuff, if that sounds like fun, you want to make some money and get some free products, go sign up through Join Brands today. Go to my link, inspireddisorder.com slash UGC. This is the exact same service that I use to book jobs and get paid. It doesn't cost anything to sign up. You don't have to connect your social media accounts. Just prove you can make the content by completing their very simple certification process, and you're ready to make money. Sign up now. Go to inspiredisorder.com UGC and click on the sign up button on the bottom of the page. Once you sign up, just apply to whatever gigs you want in the marketplace. Go to inspiredisorder.com slash UGC and see all of the content I've created and click on the link to sign up and start getting paid to make content and get free products. Now let's get back to the show. Moving on to my very favorite movie from the Child's Play franchise, from the Chucky franchise. This one is surprisingly blew me away but it has so many great moments uh it it takes big swings because it takes big changes and uh it surprised me how much i loved it coming in at number one is bride of chucky this came out in 1998 it's a horror comedy it's the first film in the series that really leans into the comedy uh, i think child's play 2 kind of we get a taste of the the humor that chucky has available and i think this movie really kind of plays into that all the way uh and it's the fourth film in the entire franchise uh, directed by ronnie Yu and penned as all of them were by don mancini this entry is noted for its significant tonal shift blending horror elements of its predecessors with a much more pronounced dark comedic undertone it also introduces a new iconic character to the series tiffany chucky's love interest which i also love about this movie the film begins with tiffany played by jennifer tilly an ex-girlfriend of the serial killer charles lee ray before he became the infamous killer doll chucky tiffany acquires the remains of chucky from a police evidence locker which this evidence locker is filled with iconic horror uh, characters stuff, right? It's got like Jason Voorhees' mask and, and Michael Myers' mask. And I think there was uh, possibly Freddy Krueger's glove. I don't remember, but there was like a lot of little Easter eggs in the lockup there. But using uh, voodoo ritual, she's able to bring him back to life after stitching him up. This is where we get the iconic stitches for Chucky, that that stitched up look for Chucky, which is pretty amazing. That is her taking the pieces, the remains from the third film where Chucky is chopped up in an industrial fan. She takes those remaining pieces, stitches them all together, does a voodoo ritual, brings them back. However, things quickly go south between the two, leading Tiffany to imprison Chucky. In retaliation, Chucky electrocutes her in a great scene where she's where watching bride of chuck bride of Chuck. she's watching bride of frankenstein on a, a little tv and chucky throws the tv in the bathtub uh but electrocutes her transferring her soul into a bridal doll which she got 
to uh, make fun of Chucky in his uh, prison cell that she kind of locked him in. Uh, so now she is in that doll's body. Uh, with both of them now trapped in doll bodies, they decide they need to retrieve a magical amulet known as the Heart of Bambala to transfer their souls into human bodies. The majority of the film follows Chucky and Tiffany on their cross-country road trip. I love a road trip movie. With the un unsuspecting human couple Jade, played by Katherine Heigl, and Jesse, played by Nick Stable, uh, inadvertently aiding the dolls in their quest. As the journey unfolds, the dolls leave a trail of gruesome and often comedic deaths in their wake. Amidst their murderous spree, the dynamic between Chucky and Tiffany is explored. Uh, they bicker, they fight, and even have moments of genuine affection. Injecting the film with both humor and twisted romance. The cast of this movie, you have, of course, Brad Dorff returning as the voice of Chucky. Jennifer Tilly coming in as Tiffany, also voicing the Tiffany doll. Katherine Heigl and Nick Stable as the young couple, Jade and Jesse. Uh, this movie, Bride of Chucky, marked a pivotal turning point for the Child's Play series. The inclusion of humor and the character of Tiffany changed the direction of the franchise while some fans appreciated the fresh take like i did others missed the more straightforward horror approach of the earlier films which they would go back to in curse of chucky regardless tiffany quickly became a fan favorite earning her a place alongside chucky as a staple of the series no pun intended visually the film also revamped chucky's look giving him a more rugged, stitched-up appearance, which would become iconic in subsequent films. Bride of Chucky revitalized interest in the franchise and paved the way for future sequels that further embraced horror-comedy hybrid style. Great moments in this. The evidence locker, as I said, Jason Mass, Michael Myers Mass, uh, and then Chucky's in this unsolved uh, bag in locker. John Ritter is in this movie as the girl's dad, and he's also a cop. Bru he gets brutally killed with a bunch of nails. Uh, I, but I love John Ritter anytime he's in a movie. Rest in peace. There's a great scene where Tiffany is using a one of those Four Dummies books, Voodoo for Dummies, uh, which I loved the Four Dummies books uh, back in the day. Definitely used Lowe's for many, many things. Uh, this movie also has two dolls having sex. Uh, I be I think way before uh, Team America had uh, dolls having sex, we had Bride of Chucky. Uh, you have uh, one of their friends is basically exploded by being hit by a semi truck. Uh, this movie also has a great soundtrack, uh, a lot of great music. You have uh, the burnt Tiffany. Uh, kind of scaring the shit out of the cop at the very end of it as she gives birth to what we see as Glenn slash Glenda in Seed of Chucky. Uh, this was a fun movie. This was so much fun. Uh, as you can tell, Child's Play 3 didn't make my list. Wasn't a big fan of that one. Not that it was horrible. It was just I was tired of Chucky going after Andy. And this one doesn't even mention Andy, I, I don't think at all. Uh, Tiffany is great. Uh, such a great character. I love that she gets transferred into a doll. 
I love that like they're committing these murders as this couple is trying to like do a job, deliver these dolls so he can make money and get married. They can get married. But they both suspect each other of the ones committing these crimes. I loved this movie so much. Obviously, that's why it's here at number one. Uh, I love the big swing of turning it into a comedic horror. Obviously, the film that comes after this, Seed of Chucky, liked a little bit less. Um, but yeah, I think I'm really, I, I really enjoy this list that I came up with uh, because it not only, in my opinion, has the best of the straight-up horror as we get in Child's Play 1, 2, and Curse of Chucky, but it also, I loved the comedic swings that the franchise took with Bride of Chucky and Seed of Chucky. Uh, honorable mentions, the movies that didn't make it, Cult of Chucky, uh, which is kind of, it's the girl in the wheelchair after being sentenced to a mental institution this that movie takes place in the mental institution and somehow chucky is able to clone his spirit into anything and there are multiple chucky dolls people end up being possessed by chucky uh it just kind of jumps the shark a bit i liked a lot of it it has that kind of that aspect of horror movies where it blurs the lines between what's real and what's not um kind of has some surreal moments but ultimately wasn't the best uh also the child's play reboot from 2019 i hate the design the redesign which there's a redesign of chucky in uh kind of the the final ones of the original series but then the reboot of Ch it's horrible Probably the worst redesign of the doll. Um, I love the premise, although I think the horror movie Megan did that premise better, where it's like AI going overboard, an AI-controlled robot doll. Uh, I prefer it in Megan than I do uh, this Child's Play. It's mostly a good movie. I do like Child's Play from 2019. I love the premise. It definitely falls apart at the end. There's a lot of great actors in uh, the, that Child's Play reboot as well, but didn't make my list. And then Child's Play 3, you have Andy. He's older. He's going to a military academy. Uh, there's great moments in that where Chucky replaces. They're doing these war games, and he replaces paintballs with actual live rounds, so then you have these kids actually shooting each other. Um, it has some good moments, but ultimately was tired of the whole Andy aspect of the movie and also the andy andy comes back in cult of chucky and the actor is not very good uh and i don't know if it's the same actor as that child but uh he was my least favorite part of that movie and it's like there's the way it's edited or written cult of chucky is confusing uh just from a script perspective as well so honorable mentions Cult of Chucky, Child's Play Reboot, and Child's Play 3. Not horrible, but ultimately didn't make my list. Uh, but let me recap my list one more time, and we'll get out of here. This is my top five Child's Play movies ranked. Starting off with number five is Child's Play from 1988. Number four is Seed of Chucky. Number three is Curse of Chucky. Number two is Child's Play 2. And my number one favorite movie from the Child's Play franchise is 
Bride of Chucky. I want to thank you all for tuning in to this episode of Top 5 from The Ray Taylor Show. I do hope you enjoyed my rankings and analysis of my top five movies from the Child's Play franchise. Let me know how you would rank them. Uh, is one of my honorable mentions one of your favorite? Let me know. Defend your honor. <laughs> Defend your list. Uh, and uh, join the conversation. By, and have you seen Megan? Do you like Megan? Uh, I really like that. Uh, and join the conversation by leaving a comment or rating on your favorite podcast platform or over on youtube.com slash inspired disorder where all these episodes are available in video form. Don't forget to tune in next Sunday for an all new episode and see you again next week for more top five. Heidi ho subscribe to the Ray Taylor show on YouTube and everywhere podcasts are found binge the full week ad free over at inspiredisorder.com slash plus. Purchase Ray Taylor Show merch over at InspiredDisorder.com. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Peace out. Today is the day where you wake up and you realize that everything that you've been dreaming about, everything that you've been wanting, every goal and wish and hope that you've ever had can become real. Dreams can come true. What you manifest in your mind, you can bring to reality.